and glad it's Friday you're listening to TJF, the horror movie podcast that brings you all of the casual conversations about your favourite or not so favourite horror movies with your host, me, Kat. This week I am joined by the host of the Scary Friend, Scaring Friends podcast and your resident scary friend, Felipe. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. It's uh... I, I have a question about the name of your podcast. Um, oh, okay. Is it named after a certain band? Okay, so... Here, here's uh, here's the skinny on that. So, <laughs> when I was going through names in my head, right, I'm just like, what can we call this? And the first thing I thought, yeah, oh, scary friends, scaring friends. I'm like, why does that sound familiar? And I'm like, that sounds like that band, Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, that's very similar. I'm like, eh, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't intentionally a reference. I love it. <laughs> but you know, like when you when you dig deep in your mind, well, and you're just like, "How did I get this?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, there, there it is." Yeah, I love scary kids, scaring kids. So <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I can't even remember how they sound like. Oh really? <laughs> no. Oh, like, uh, emo, but more melodic. They released a new song last year, and it's really good. Okay, I've been meaning yeah. since, you know, now, like, the name is attached to me forever. I'm like, I gotta, like, listen to, like, <laughs> three of their songs at least, just so I remember what they sound like. Oh, uh, so- gosh. Yeah, no, somebody I on- loved them growing up. Somebody on Twitter actually came at me for that. <laughs> it was it was really weird. I'm like, man, I knew this was gonna happen one day, but I didn't think this was gonna happen, like, second week of this account being open. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Like you've opened a can of worms. <laughs> how dare you? All of that what? stuff. Like the, I, I guess a member of the band died. I had no idea. Oh, he really? said that. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. He said that guy's rolling in his grave right now. You're not even compensating them. It's like, bro, what? I got 400 followers on this account. We have one episode out. We're not making any money. That's a really weird hill to die on. Yeah, it was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're not compensating. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do, man. Like, what do you want me to do? People riff off names all the time. Like, Absolutely. It's... <laughs> my, my name came from a Ice Nine's Kill song. Like, oh, really? I got a Friday, yeah. Yeah. Also, See? you know, just a thing also, that people say. I lo- and it is. And, for, and like, at my house growing up, we always hired movies on Friday night. So it was, like, movie night on Fridays. But still, like, I'm not compensating Ice Nine Kills for TGIF. I don't think they want your money. I think I, they're I don't okay. think they need it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're fine. I think look, if Spencer was to to tweet at me, I'd probably just drop dead. But just out of sheer surprise. I fight him over it. I'm like, dude, you think you own TGIF? We, there's a franchise of restaurants called TGIF, my dude. You think you own this? <laughs> Come at go at them. They got they got big bucks. I will sue them for the name. <laughs> Uh, yeah also i do love ice nine kills just just somebody let them know that i love them and they can be on my podcast if they want that's another (laughs) band in that like scene where like i remember them vaguely i don't remember how they sound um but i have no idea it's like screamo emo stuff okay and then they became like this cool metalcore band I think I don't know. Look, I don't really know what metalcore is. I just listen to whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like like it. Yeah, it's kind of like new metal metalcore. It's just like it's very loosely just like what is Something. new metal? 
it's just like these kind of sound like this but then these bands who are the same genre technically sound completely different i don't know my partner plays in a new metal ish band um they're really cool they're like funky new metal Ooh, yeah i love them i love them all um (laughs) so thank you for joining me i'm really excited to talk about i'm excited um so why did you choose rec 2 uh I, that's a good question. That's a, that's a one. Why did I, why did I choose the thing that I brought to this show? That <laughs> is a great question. Uh, I wish I, I had a definitive answer. What I can think is you asked me on Twitter, like, oh, you know, choose like, a movie. yeah, choose a movie. And I'm just like, shit. Okay. I need, I need, I need to choose a movie. I feel like definitely haven't done before because I could have done my due diligence and like, let's see the backlog. I'm like, uh, no, I'm going to make this decision right now. And I'm, and I'll start thinking about movies, movies, movies. I'm like, fuck, you know, I haven't seen Wreck in a while. I'm like, yo, but Wreck 2 was dope. <gasps> Let's do Wreck 2. That yeah. movie's dope. And then I watched it again. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy I picked this movie. Because <laughs> uh, I was saying to you earlier that I haven't actually seen Wreck, which I'm going to do my due diligence and watch after, um, yeah. later this afternoon when I have my lunch. Um, but uh i've seen quarantine because it launched here in what 2012 or something i think i uh, i don't know about the australian release i feel like this came out in the u.s in like 08 or 09 well wreck 2 was 2009 but the quarantine remake that they did of it yeah so i mean yeah the remake yeah yeah okay i think it i think it came out in like 08 or 09 okay because i try to what i actually try to do is connect horror movies to uh my boyfriend at the time because Mm -hmm. every i've only had like three boyfriends but they all liked horror movies so i was just like okay who was i dating at the time that this movie came out who did i go and see this movie with um so that's why i'm like okay i think it was around 2010 2011 just before my 21st birthday and i remember the certain scenes from that are in this film in quarantine. Okay. And so I, I remember not liking quarantine because um, I'm not a big zombie person. Yeah. <laughs> Zombies terrify me. Um, I don't know why. They're kind of gross. They are gross. They're very they're unhygienic. I mean, they're just dead and they like, they have the saliva that infects you and then you're dead. Terrible. Terrible. Kind of like a Komodo dragon. Yes, yes, yeah. They They're just drool. So gross. gross. Oh, have you seen like they drool just like out of their mouths? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, wow, like this breaks down my food before it even gets into my stomach. That's so gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, the zombies are kind of like that, aren't they? Because it's like yeah. in their teeth, isn't it? When they like bite you, it's like, oh no, now I'm infected because it's in my blood yeah it's like a, i don't know how to, i don't know it's, to, it's like they I got cooties zombies. they just like they touch you and, and like now you got it now, and sorry, nobody wants huh? to be around you anymore <laughs> there's actually a movie called cooties uh, i've seen it of, yeah is it good yeah i love it i haven't seen it yet it's really but funny. i really want to watch it <laughs> is it kind of like is there zombies in cooties yeah 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 it's okay, zombies cool. but like only only little kids are zombies Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, look, I've got a couple of movies to watch today. I'm going to stay up till late. <laughs> uh, 
so let's uh, dive into the film. I'll just give everyone a little bit of breakdown about the film first. So Wreck 2 is a 2009 Spanish horror film sequel to the 2007 release of Wreck. It is written and directed by, um, I'm going to say, Juame? I, I tried. Juame Balaguero? Uh, closer to night, I, I tried pronouncing this on my show. Oh, how did you go? Released yet. And what I did, I had I had something ready. I'm like, I, before, before I even recorded, like, before I fuck this dude's name up, I'm going to go on the internet and find something that will tell me how to pronounce his name. <laughs> I listened to it like five times and I still couldn't do Why it. So I just ended that? up, I just ended up playing it on my microphone. Like this is what it, this is how oh. you pronounce it. <laughs> that, uh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put in a sound clip here <laughs> in this moment with someone pronouncing his name. It's a, it looks like a beautiful name. It is. It's I'm jealous. Yeah. I mean, like I got stuck with Kat Benstead, like fucking fuck my life. <laughs> Well, my first name's Catherine, but that makes me sound like I'm 50. So, <laughs> sorry, Dad. <laughs> um, and his uh, co-writer was um, uh, Paco Plaza? Yeah, they, I think, I'm pretty sure they co-directed it. Yeah, co-wrote and co-directed. Yeah. And they also did the previous mm-hmm. film together. But I know that Plaza went on to do the third, but uh, Balaguero didn't. Mm, yeah, that sounds correct, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the film takes place immediately after the events of the first film with, um, a, with producing company Filmmax International describing it as having the same claustrophobic concept, but with new means of transferring fear from the screen to the spectator through the recording lens. So in the first film, it's a, um, like a film crew. Yeah. 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 And this one is through a uh, the GEO, which is like a special forces group in Spain. Yeah, they're like a SWAT team. Yeah, SWAT. That's that's what I gathered because I I should have written it down. I didn't write what GEO meant, uh, but I read it. I remember what it said. <laughs> I didn't even look into that. I was just like, yeah, this is a SWAT team. I know what a yeah. SWAT team is. They're like I'll SWAT guys. The cops. They're coming in. That's fine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, my initial thoughts of the film was, I really freaking loved it. It it's was really cool. It was scary. It, the, I just love found footage. <laughs> it, it's just, I mean, that's, it's just fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's it. It's just fuck. It's, it's so hard like to, to translate that into words. It's like, it just like, it's just cool on film. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna like, oh man, uh, like I've seen it like three times this week, and I can't <laughs> wait to watch it again. Yeah, that's how <laughs> like, I feel about it. I was like, I really want to watch this again. So what I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, watch Wreck and then Wreck Two. Do I have you watched the others? I've yeah, I've seen the other ones. Um, yes or no? Uh, yes for three. It's no very different. Yeah, uh, four and eh. three's cool. Three, three's pretty cool. Yeah, because uh, I saw lots of people talking about three. Because I was trying to find like fun facts about Wreck Two, and I was like, "Can people write facts about this so I can?" I was trying to do that as well. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, I want to, I want to dig into like what's going on behind the scenes here. And there's not really much. Not there's really nothing. Much I can find. Yeah, it, it sucks. It was really hard, and I was just like, "Excuse me, this film is great. More people write about this, please." <laughs> For real. Though. Maybe I'll have to. I don't know what I'd write about. I'll just be like, found footage is fucking cool. And that's all I will write. It's fucking cool. Also, watch Rec 2. Also, yes. And also, highly recommend. 
So the film picks up right off where the first one finished with reporter uh, Angela being pulled into the darkness by something. Yes. We don't see what the what it is. Um, and she's on that green screen camera that they used a lot in quarantine. Yeah. Uh, so for context like for night that. Vision. Yeah, it was night vision. <laughs> uh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that green screen. <laughs> Uh, in, uh, in the original wreck, you actually see what it is. Yeah. But the thing at, at that point, you're just like, what is that? It's just like this gangly golem thing. And you just see it just walking around. It got long, gross, stringy hair. It, it got a hammer in her in its hand. I think it's a her. I think it's uh, supposed to. When, when you get to that uh, um, penthouse in the first film, there's a lot of talk about um, this girl that this priest has brought there who's like yeah. allegedly possessed. Uh, uh, she's Nina Madeira. Med- Madeira. Yeah, something like that. Something that sounds exactly like that. Don't <laughs> quote me. Uh, yeah, yeah. That like that's that that was pretty much like the gist yeah. of what you got. And I, I guess you are to assume that was her. And you don't know what the hell happened to her. Why she looked like that. Why is she why dragging she people? That? Why is she dragging people in the dark? Why is she so angry? Oh, it's dark. <laughs> it's that's the one thing that gets me in this film is the darkness, and I'm just like, nope, no, 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 no. But it's also, it's just, oh, yeah, it was just really freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the film cuts over to the title screen, Rec Two, and there's like some like heavy metal music playing, and then it just cuts yeah. out, and I was like. Can we have some more of that soundtrack, please? But then I realized, found footage. There's probably not going to be a soundtrack. Damn it! Unfortunately, because I would have that soundtrack could have just kept playing. I would have been cool with that. Yeah, I think it would have been like a video game. Yeah, I mean that's like I mean a lot of this feels like a modern horror game. Yeah, I actually did read through a couple of Reddit threads where they were like describing how it is like a, an FPS almost. Yeah. Well, not an FPS. It would have been a. Th- third person like a, yeah it, it um reminds me of, I, I think the closest example i can think of recently uh like resident evil 7 yeah yeah like photorealistic first person just dark and just creepy creepy shit i haven't played <laughs> resident not, evil 7 i haven't finished it because it's, i i worked my on the release here in australia and um no too scary for me too scary it, yeah, yeah. I will get through it one fuck one day. <laughs> yeah. It's it's literally one of those just like you're walking down a hallway. It's dark. You know something fucked over there. I'm like, I don't want to go there. I don't know. Fuck I, this. You know I don't... Game over. I'm Game over, yeah. Off. Turn it off. Like, like I don't want to go down there <laughs> and get attacked. I nah. consider this game finished. <laughs> For real. Uh so then we cut over to a um a van where there's a bunch of uh like special forces operations officers getting ready to um, attend the scene of a quarantine department. So they're kind of discussing what they need to do, um, getting all their cameras online. Uh, I love that Martos, his screen comes on and he's like, make me look handsome. <laughs> I love the the chatter in that scene. The very yeah. just casual, like, this is routine. Like, yeah. we've done this a million times before. It feels very natural. These characters feel like real people. Yeah. 
and that's what I was thinking and I've written here and I was like it just had a really realistic element to them just sitting in this van getting equipped getting online getting their cameras set up and just like friendly banter like yeah that's all cool yeah let's rock and roll uh so they are they arrive at the apartment from the first film and they are met by Dr. Owen, who introduces himself as an official from the Ministry of Health. And mm-hmm. he's telling people that people inside the building have been infected. Um, <laughs> he's explaining that the infected uh, seem to show signs of aggressive behaviour. Similar to rabies, uh, we have two dead and one is a cop. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hmm, so what's why are they dead? really cool about this character just like off the bat um like especially coming off the first movie because that whole that in that whole movie the thing that everybody was told all those people in that building you're gonna be here until the minister of health arrives and then he will you know you know check you out and then we'll release you so now you get to this film minister of health arrives he's here he's not releasing anybody he's going in he's going in yeah. With the SWAT team. With the SWAT team. Why? <laughs> Why is the SWAT team going in? Um, but he basically uh, doesn't tell them really... He he doesn't really tell them why they're going in or why he's mm-hmm. going with them. Very vague on those Super details. Vague. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Those people that are outside the building aren't actors. They're just general public people just hanging out. Yeah, that's really cool. And I was just like, imagine if someone came along and was like, fuck is going on here? Yeah, and that and yeah, and it's shot on location, so it's a real apartment building too. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. The apartment building um is it looks like it's a pretty building on yeah. the outside. So yeah. I liked it. I was like, this is spooky, spooky gothic century Spanish building. Modern apartment building in, in that setting. Just don't go in (laughs) but they do they have to they got a job Uh, to do they do um so he takes them in and he's kind of explaining to them that the people in the building have a virus and that it's um transferred in uh bodily fluids i love that the camera looks around and there's like blood sprayed all up the inside of like (laughs) the stairwell and i was like what the fuck Oh, there's blood everywhere. It's insane. It's there's ground. blood on the floor. It's just like they come and they're like, what? They're like, what the fuck happened here? Like, what is this? All right. I guess we'll just. Uh, this is cool. <laughs> Let's keep going. Like, they don't even question what's happening. But I guess they're like, we're on a mission. We've got to go do this. We've got to, we've got to escort this health minister to whatever he's doing. Then we've got to yeah. get out. We're done. And I was just like, what the fuck? They're not even going to comment on the, the, the blood? I, like, I feel oh. like there were there were some like I mean yeah I mean you see that blood you're just like oh, there's just like what like what's that's where I feel like um because there 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 are a lot of moments especially in the beginning uh where they start having like some moments of hesitation like there yeah. is something off about this this feels weird this feels weird and that was once they I mean I, I think it really started when like. One, this Minister of Health is coming in with us. Like, why? Why? He's got no special training. Why is (laughs) he coming with us? What is he... Like, why does he need to be here? And then they see all that blood. 
they're just like all oh, this blood like what what is- how did you get here i just want to go in the blood would be like all right i'm out sorry i'm out of here um but then the health minister says to them we actually need to get to the penthouse We've got to collect this sample. It's going to help us control the virus um, and help us with the infected people in this building. So now they know, okay, well, we're escorting the health minister to collect this sample. He knows what he needs to get. Let's go. Um, I find it really creepy that as they're going through and they're looking in different apartment building, like uh, like apartments, it just all looks like somebody's just gotten up and left, like, or just like evaporated. Yeah. It's yeah. so creepy. Yeah, it's it's weird, and I mean that's one of the things too that they were like, "One, like, where is everyone?" Mm. Yeah, no, it's com- completely vacated, completely dark. One thing I I, I love in the way um, it, it lead, it's crazy because I mean, found footage. You, you, you I, ha- I I wonder what the blocking was like for this film for the cameraman. Mm. Must have been intense because um, you, you have the camera guy lead them up the stairs, so he's kind of going up backwards. So you can, you can see everyone come up the stairs. Um, yeah. It, it's just so well done to give you a scope of like this building. So you, it, it's, it's immersive. You feel like you're there with them. Yeah. And the lighting and the way that they've done it is just so, yeah. Like you're zoned in on, and you can only see what they can see. Exactly. And I, I really like that about this film because I think that just adds so much more intensity and so much more like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. And you're there feeling it with, uh, I, the guy's names are, are Marcos and Lara? Um, so um, I think I have the name written down somewhere. I shouldn't, is it? Hold up. I, hmm, this is oh, I we have Rosso, Marcos, and Lara. Rosso, okay. So interesting about that, dude. Um, that actor also plays a cameraman in the first film. Yeah, I read that and I was like, "What?" And his yeah. name is also Rosso in yeah. the first film. But they just, they just, first name. yeah, yeah, yeah. His name, his name was Pablo in in, mm. in the first film because his name is Pablo, and then he just used his last name in this one. He's like, "No, he's Rosso now." And I was like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> All right. And maybe he was just like, "I really want to be in the second one too." Yeah. Let me yeah, be in the second one. Nobody sees my face, so don't worry about it. I mean, listen, I mean, the job he did with that camera in the first film, I mean, hell yeah, bring him back. This yeah. man knows how to, how to, how to, how to work with what they're doing in this film. Yeah. Um, they're in a section of the building and they're taking different, um, like, photos of newspaper documents and stuff like that. I don't, I'm not too sure where they are or if they're in someone's apartment. They were, that's when, that's when they get to the penthouse. Oh, that's in the okay. I'm yeah, that's in the penthouse because yeah, um, the the pre uh, ooh, spoiler uh, ahead of my, uh, minister of health uh, is like yeah uh, record okay, I everything. I might have put this in the wrong order. Okay. <laughs> but sorry, before they get to the penthouse, um, where are we? Martos goes to investigate a noise that is in a different apartment, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. And um, I love this because this is where he finds a record player that's just like playing this super creepy music. Well, it's not creepy if it was like in a happy setting. <laughs> yeah, but it's completely fucking dark. It just goes on. <laughs> it's one of those things that's it's just like cliched. Yes, works absolutely. Scared the shit out of me. Yes. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> it's 
Stop it. <laughs> and it's crazy. Yeah, because he goes in and it, it's in that first person cam. So you're yeah. just in the moment with him as he's like trying to find the source of this this music playing. It's... And then he just like turns it off. And I'm like, no, that I just I'm not okay with this whole scene right now. <laughs> I am not okay. Uh, but I love that when he steps back into the hallway, he looks down one way, looks down the other way. And then when he looks back, there he's attacked by yeah. um, one of the infected people from the apartment. So they're kind of zombies, but we find out more about what they actually are uh, a little bit later. Yeah, I guess for the discerning like horror fan, they're quote-unquote, you know, infected. I honestly don't Zombies. see a difference. They, they do the same damn thing. Just one of yeah. them runs, the other one walks. <laughs> it's the oh. same concept. Maybe that's, I don't like zombies because they run. The, are you more afraid of the running ones or the walking Yeah, ones? no, the running ones. Yeah, I, I can't mean, run that fast. I don't think anybody can run that fast. Exactly. See? If they're just <laughs> slow, I can just like briskly walk away or rollerblade away. Yeah, but the problem with them being slow is that they're quiet. And that, that's how that's how they creep up on you. But what about if they accidentally stepped on like a twig and it's like, and then you're like, and oh, there you are. And then he's like, oh, I'm fucked. And he no, just turns around away. and walks away. <laughs> just turn around and walk. He's like, all right, bye. Oh. You got me. Um, so he, um, this is the first time we see one of the infected people in the building. And it's a woman. And her mouth, and like her whole face is just like covered in blood. Yeah. It's like they just got the blood machine out and like just. Yeah, she was completely drenched. Done. Yeah. Where did all that blood come from? Whose blood is it? Whose blood is it? Not mine. Well, I ain't getting bitten. <laughs> I'm staying out of this building. I'm going to be like one of the little people on the outside. <laughs> what's like, what's oh. cool, how that whole scene is shot though, um, his attack. One one thing that could completely go wrong with a movie like this is since you know found footage is first person, you're gonna the, the camera is jerking everywhere, but you still have a sense of the action that's going yeah. on. It's, it's not the, um yeah, it's not ruined by shitty camera work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's and you see all, her, all that's intact. Her face is like right in the camera and He's like, you can see him struggle, like you can hear him struggling, but you can also see that in the way that the camera is moving and he, um, he, she runs away, doesn't she? He pushes her off and she's out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, she's already bitten him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, um, at this point, uh, the health minister, Owen, and, um, Lara and Rosso have joined Martos in the build in the in the apartment because they're like oh shit what what the fuck happened let's go in there and Owen starts to pray with a rosary bead uh, and holding him off uh, in a room and like they kind of block him off in a room and they're like they stay yeah. in here and um, this was really intense like this praying scene because we just see uh, like Martos face which is like slowly. Um, like changing as well and there's like blood on his face as well and i was like where did that blood come from yeah it's just it's like when they become infected they just start releasing fluids everywhere so they just like bleed out of their pores yeah or their, their, their mouth and their eyes but yeah what was really cool they've like because yeah because marto starts going crazy and they're like what the yeah. fuck is going on and then this dude starts praying and then he stops and they're like what that was so creepy 
It's like what the fuck? And yeah, and then yeah, oh, I forgot who it was. Was it um? It was. It wasn't. It wasn't Rosso. It was uh Lada who was who was just. You could see like, give me a doeso, give me it. Like like what what is this shit? What is this? Yeah. yeah and it was just like, what is it? What's going on? And yeah, exactly. and that's like gets him in the room and he closes the room and he puts a fucking knife on the door. It hangs a rosary on it. Yeah, like you're staying in here. But like, why? Why? <laughs> and this is, I love that the big reveal is like now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we find out that Owen is actually a priest sent uh, from the Vatican to get a blood sample from a possessed girl, um, Tristana Medeiros, who is the root of the infection. Um, and so uh, Lara is saying to him, you know, you've got to tell me what the fuck happened here. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And he goes on to say that uh, Tristiana is an 11-year-old girl who became possessed and was put in the care of another priest. Um, Father Al- 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 Albert, I think? I, I, no, I think that's not... Yeah, I think that's correct. It is, I think yeah. it's Albert. And that she has what they call a diabolic possession. And they were basically trying to isolate the chemicals in her blood to create an antidote to remove this demonic um, possession. But I love that the big reveal is he like rips his coat off and he's (laughs) Okay, so when that happens, right, I'm just like, I had questions. I'm just like, do do they always wear the collar, even if they're undercover? I don't think so. Like, okay, so, like, cinematically, I understand. It, it makes sense, right? Because you want the audience to identify that this is a priest. He's a priest. But just practically, I'm just like, d- really? What about if it was summer and he's got, like, his, like, he's got, well, it's called the cloth, isn't it? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. And then this big jacket over the top of it. He'd be sweating bullets. Yeah. No, I just, yeah. I, I laughed when they did that. And I was just like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a priest. <laughs> To which one of the SWAT guys, I think, actually fucking laughed. Yes, he was like, Chief, we have a fucking priest. Priest. Like, Like, he has no idea what he's doing. Like, what is going on? (laughs) Martos has went ballistic. He's behind his fucking door being being held back by a rosary. This man's a priest. (laughs) He's a priest. I don't even know why the fuck he's here. What what are we doing here, man? What's this? What is this? Oh, uh, that is the reaction I would have. That's what I love about it. It's 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 real. It's real. Yeah. It's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's not like they just went right. Okay, well, the mission has changed now, and this is what we got to do. It's like, no, what the fuck? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, what did what did we get what? into? <laughs> How did we end up here? Um, but I love that the priest is like, this is a secret operation. No one should know. And that's like, how are you going to cover this up? He's like, oh, we're just going to say that possessed people took over the building. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll fly in Spain. Like, they're highly religious. It's a um, very heavily Catholic country. Yeah. Maybe they can convince people of that. Just gaslight an entire city into thinking <laughs> that there were possessed people in a building. It could work. <sighs> I don't know. But, yeah, that that reveal. Well, what I love, too, about this... Um, they don't linger too long on um, information that's already been given from the first film. 
Yeah. They either assume you watched it or they're just like, we want to get into the plot of this. So there was some exposition of like, okay, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. And then the new reveal of like, okay, but also I'm a priest. Um, <laughs> this is a possession. These people are not, zo- they're, they're possessed. They're not zombies. They're infected by a di- diabolic but possession. <laughs> that travels yeah. through being bitten and flu. It's 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 this weird, interesting like mix of religion and science that you don't really see yeah. a lot in in films. And like, I really enjoy anything with like a religious um, like connotations. Just, yeah, it's like, interesting. As a non-religious person, I find it yeah. interesting. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I like that. It's the same as like I like folklore because there's like stories behind it, and there's you know all this really interesting mythos. And I think yeah. that's why I enjoy like having a religious you know, undertone to, to horror films. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. It, that it makes this movie interesting. It makes this movie 10 times cooler. Yeah. Like once that, that drops, you're just like, Oh, Oh shit. Oh, okay. Okay. That's this where we're is, at now. This is gonna, yeah. This is gonna get interesting. And I just, I, yeah, I just really love this idea that they've got to go and find this like blood sample from this girl because she, she's the one that was originally possessed. And now like, We've got to get through all of these fucking other nutbags that are possessed. Yeah. Which is, um, and the kind of thing I like about it is that it's not like they're, um, like there's one or two scenes where they're overwhelmed. Yeah. But it's also really well done. Yeah. Because like you wouldn't, in a building like that, there wouldn't be, you know, like 10,000 zombies or anything. No, and what's cool about it too is that, like, I mean, um, w- one of the things that, that make me love this, especially, like, you come off that first film and you watch this, is the continuity. All of the mm. infected are played by the neighbor, the people who played the neighbors in the, in the first film. Yeah, so they're there, you recognize them, you're like, hey, wait a second. You're in yeah, the yeah, yeah, I remember that person. Yeah, I, I remember, remember, I remember how this person, I remember how they died. <laughs> yeah. Now I yeah. really have to watch the first one. Why didn't I do this before? <laughs> So I could be like, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, no, but it, it's 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 like it, it's that it's that nice little payoff, just just yeah, recognizing is. all these things. Yeah. Um. So they go to the apartment of Father Al Albelda, is his name mm. Albert. Close. I got. I almost got there. Um. Because he was the original priest that was in charge of looking after the original possessed girl. And yeah. um, I love this scene because when they enter the building, they like physically react to how like wretched that building like is. Yeah, yeah. There is. It's weird. Um, have you ever played Dead Space? Oh, uh, I've watched people play it. So there are things about it for some reason remind me of Dead Space. I mean, Dead Space very very different genre. I mean, this is this that 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 game is more of a, a sci-fi horror, but just like how uh, the um environment in, in Dead Space is just like this gross and it's drenched in blood and it's, it's dark just... and disgusting and I and get that. you know it smells. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I get that that vibe from this movie too. Mm. Just like Definitely. how the environment feels. It is just Yeah. This, it's overwhelming too. That this, this, like, oh my god, what the fuck! You know it's wet in there, and you're like, you know Ugh. it's wet, and you know it's gonna be bad. You're gonna have a bad time. You're gonna have and the they, worst uh, time of your life. Because I think one of them actually vomits mm-hmm. when he goes in there, and he's like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. And this is where they're looking at all of the images on the walls. Yeah, yeah, priest man, 
It's like uh, newspaper articles and like experiment files. And I'm like, what the fuck? I kind of want to call him Dr. Priest because I guess that's what he's doing. Dr. Priest. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he knows. Dude does does religious science. Um, Yeah. Yeah. He just (laughs) does them. Yeah. Yeah, he says like record everything just just mm. take pictures and there's there's a nice um and i guess that's where like a traditional cut would be uh, interspersed of just like yeah here's the, the shots that they took of um of uh, newspaper clippings on a wall and things like that really utilizing found footage to their advantage that way yeah um, they do cool. that yeah it looks cool they do that quite a bit in the movie too uh especially when to like do that change perspectives because yeah then the swap people have their own head head um head cams so yeah they they play a lot with the format here in this film. Yeah, they have like um four different ways that they do it. So they have like their body cams, mm-hmm. then they have like a headlight cam, and then someone's carrying a camera, and then they have like photo mode, mm-hmm. like the still mode that they do. And then yeah. they also have the teenagers that we meet later with their camera. Yes. So Those they're kids. a little bit interesting. Those kids. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so Lara is incredibly angry because he's realized um, what has happened to all of these children. Uh, he's, I love he's, that. Yeah, he's really enraged by it. They could have played this so. No, they could have played this so differently. They, they, they could have played this like fucking colonial marines from Alien, gung ho. Let's get in here. Let's kick ass. No, these. That's that's one of the things that like I love about this that makes it feel real and authentic. You you these people they they feel like actual human beings. Yeah, when he absolutely. Sees those photographs and he realizes that those children are being experimented. Yeah, he's just like, what is this? What, what the, the fuck, fuck is this? Yeah, these are children. What is going on here? Now he's in that Doctor Priest. He's up in his face. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think he grabs him by, like, his shirt and he's like, what did you do to these kids? Yeah, like, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing here? What did you do here? Yeah. And I guess they don't really ever find out either. Like, the, um, the, the team. No, do we even... No. That's actually a really good point. We don't really yeah. find out what happens to why, these kids. Why the fuck does this dude have all these kids? Yeah, why are you experimenting on children? What the fuck? What? This, is, this is the Vatican's fault. Yeah, Vatican, what's up? What Pope, are you doing? What you doing? Give me a call. Let's. Co- we need to have a chat. Uh, I can run your PR. Let's, uh, we, can sp- we can spin this. <laughs> I don't this. know if you can fix this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone can fix this. Uh, I love this because uh, we see uh, one of the infected drop down in front of uh, in front of Lara and just like scream, grab him. It's covered in blood. It's a child. And yeah. then it just shoots back up into the manhole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You see it go back. So, yeah, it, it drops down. Like like a bat out of fucking hell. And then, yeah, just everybody screaming. It's like, what the fuck? And then you see it just jump, attach itself to the ceiling, and then crawl <laughs> backwards up into the vent. <laughs> no. You're like, what? Fucking What? excuse me uh but you know what i love is that they shoot the like absolute living shit out of the ceiling and a dead body fucking falls through. oh yeah yeah the dead body of the, the, uh, the, priest. the priest yeah which and I, I was like oh my god what the fuck that dude was just bones which i'm like how long was he up there he was at least 100 years old though that, <laughs> probably 
<laughs> Only the good die young. <laughs> That's why the priest was alive for so long. <laughs> this, yeah, well, he's just... experimenting on kids. Yeah, I was like, man, like, bro, why? Yeah, yeah, it, it's like, it's yeah, with, with that, I was just like, oh, how long, like, has this this been happening in this building? How long has yeah. they been here? And who uh, put his corpse in the roof? Maybe he was in the roof. Well, because I, I think um, it might be because he he had like a like that little fridge. Yeah, because Lara in the, goes up into the roof. He goes into the vents in the vents, the air duct or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he had a little fridge where he had his vials where he hid them. Don't yeah, know why he hid them, but he hid them. <laughs> but why wouldn't you just put it in your fridge? Because then it then he won't have a setup for a scary scene where somebody has oh. to crawl through the vents. Mm-hmm. Because when Lara goes into the vents and collects the fucking blood sample, as he's returning, he is chased by like several infected. Little kids just like crawling through the vents, coming at him. But do you know what I found really fascinating was that he slams a vent door shut. Does that mean that Lara had those? Not Lara, the priest before had those things up in the roof and was like keeping them in there. I have no idea. In like a cage kind of thing. I have to imagine because uh, they didn't. You, you didn't see like any like like cages or anything like that in mm. it, in the uh, in the penthouse. Um, yeah, it seems like he was keeping all the, the, the infected children in the vents. He's like, get up there, <laughs> in you go, in you go, <laughs> pushing them in with a broomstick, just like, you know, lock this. Fucking hell. <laughs> I need to see a prequel of like what this priest was up to because that'd be good. Damn, like <laughs> this, <laughs> I this, need this, to know this man. This man had, had a possessed girl. This dude was—I don't know how the hell he got kids in that that penthouse. He was, he was trafficking kids up there, mm-hmm. experimenting on them, Keeping locking them in, in the vents. Yeah, and then he ended up in there. And he ended up in the air vent. Maybe he was like, "Hello, I'm your dad. Let me hug you." I don't think he wanted to hug them. I think he he, he oh. wanted to. Uh, Everyone needs to be hugged. Experiment on. I like what like. I I guess what they were they were, uh it, it seems like I mean we'll, we'll, we see a little bit of this later. I, it seems like he was trying to. Uh, I guess infect them and see if like whatever antidote he was making with their blood would actually cure them, and that's what it yeah. looks like he was doing. That's so sad. It is very sad. It's very grim. And those kids are fucking ugly. Yeah, I mean, you know, demon possession would do that, I guess. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's not going to do wonders for your body, I guess. <laughs> I don't think so. They're just really They're just... creepy. Kids in movies is creepy. Yeah, and they 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 did it here, like no, shit. Trying to ruin my life or something. I don't know. Another like Dead Space connection. It, they do remind me of like uh, Dead Space has those like children enemies. Oh. They, have, they had two types. They had like the little little kids. Who, who will come in like a mass and run at you. And then there were the the, the fetuses that, that like crawled on the oh, walls and yeah, they had like tentacles ew. that spread out of their backs. Yeah, I was like, this this feels like weirdly like dead space. I'm, I'm digging this. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. No um, holding back. This scene where Owen gets... So Lara gets out, he gives the blood sample and... <laughs> He goes and does like a little ritual with it. 
And he's like, I don't even know what he's doing because I was like, this looks like witchcraft and something that the Vatican would not <laughs> approve of. You're not allowed to do this. <laughs> but the the blood eventually just like spontaneously combusts. And he's like, okay, yeah, this is the blood we're looking for. This is it. Uh, at the same time, the test tube of blood that Lara is holding sets on fire and he drops it, which means that there's no blood now for them to use. And now they have to go and get the blood from the girl herself. The setup for that scene, though, is so fucking cool because he goes to like, he finds like a little dish and he puts the blood in the, and everybody's like, what the fuck is it? He puts the blood in the dish and, and you're just watching it. And then he gets, a, he gets his cross out and he's pointing it. At the at the at the dish, and he just starts like spitting out verse. I say verses. He's praying. He's not <laughs> rapping. Uh, no, he's just spitting verses. <laughs> he's like, "Oh my god, it's fire! It's so fire that the the blood just caught a blaze." Uh, but I like that the blood ripples when the cross. Yeah, it was, it was so like, fucking cool. cool. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. Yeah, but my 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 question too was that like, didn't Owen think that, because like it's I guess it's like proximity, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. wouldn't the, the blood the, that'd be enough. Which, yeah, the blood and the vial would also. You fucking idiot. Yeah. And he, right. he gets mad at the dude for dropping it. And I'm just like, bro, it's on fire. What are you going to do? <laughs> set it on fire. You didn't need to do that, bro. I guess he you could have just like chucked like some holy water or some shit in it. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know how Catholic science works. Um, yeah. I, I must say, though, I think the Catholic Church are one of the only Christian churches that believe in science. Maybe. Yeah, like they support they, science. They, 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 well, they do the thing where they're like, "All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, guys, okay, okay." This thing that we've been saying is not true. I guess it's true. Like when um, <laughs> I, I, I think they um, what was it with the the um, the heal the heliocentric model? Yeah, they, they they admitted that was true in like 1992. It took them until then. Yeah, they were they were like yeah, it was like 92 or something. We we're just like okay, okay, Galileo was right. We fucked up. Okay. He was. <laughs> All right. The galaxy circles around the sun. The sun. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, okay. Oops. <laughs> Sweep it under the rug. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we always believed that. We always yeah. believed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they took them until then. Yeah. So uh, that, that's, that's what the Catholic church is. So it's like, do they support? It's just like, we need to like, not look that fucking creepy and archaic. So I guess we're going to like, accept that. I don't know. Planets revolve around the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they also know that the earth is, is round. I, th I, I think they do. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what the religious perspective is on flat earth theory. No. So. Me neither. I'm not. Do you remember when um, Kyrie went through his whole flat Earth thing? Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. He uh, was in Boston Celtics. I feel like a lot of uh, celebrities went through their flat Earth thing. There was the uh, the, the dude who who rapped. He he did a diss track on Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, Bob, I think that's what his name is. Oh, Bob. <laughs> yeah, he had his whole his whole arc of. I mean, he, I think he's still on the arc of flat Earth. Uh, he, oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. He 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 threw out a diss track to Neil deGrasse Tyson. He got on a plane and said, "Hey, look, guys, I'm looking at the horizon. It's not curving." He's like, "Dude, you're not high enough. Of course, it's not curving. The planet's fucking big." <laughs> like what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm so 
I'm gonna I'm gonna need to research this after so I can laugh my ass off. It's, it's we need crazy. to send these people into space. They wouldn't believe it. They'll be like, "This is a fucking hologram." <laughs> lying asses. I know you're lying to me. What the fuck? Can't trick How me. How did you get this hologram this big? That's a projection. <laughs> Who's projecting, Bob? Where so, are we in this film? Um, we're up to the way that we find the teenagers. Are we up to where we find the teenagers? I feel like there were a couple of things that happened before that. Uh, there is the scene where, where the priest takes a shotgun and murks a child. Oh, yeah. I think I just kind of forgot about that bit. Because that was insane. Because I, yeah. I think that's when mm. um, one this of the kids... just after this scene. Yeah, because one of... Uh, the other uh, infected children comes out and just like, burr, oh, oh, look at me. I'm <laughs> possessing shit. Yeah. And then um, this, I think it was Lada because he very empathic man. He's like, you can't, what are you doing? What are you doing? This Don't is a child. You. That's a child. Yeah. And then motherfucking Owen, Dr. Priest just takes the, the shotgun. He's, He's like, like, this is not a child anymore. Bam. Headshot. And then it's just so, yeah. fucking quiet. And everybody just like, stops and just looks everyone's just like oh you just killed a child what the fuck there's an irony i was thinking about there's an irony of of a priest taking the life of a child the absolute innocence yeah yeah with with like you know the whole like fucking uh especially here in the states with um a lot of uh protections uh for abortion are being rolled back so i'm just Mm. like oh yeah yeah, so I'm like, like seeing like a priest just like murk a child like that. I'm like, kind of ironic, kind of ironic. Hmm. Hmm. We're not we're not gonna wait for this child to be cured. Nah, fuck it, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, gone. You've got to remember <laughs> that these organizations are pro-pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Once that baby's born, they don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, that's that, that's completely uh, they're like, true. Oh shit! Oh, it's fucking get it away from me. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no value. They're not pro-life. They're pro-pregnancy. <laughs> that is that is a fact. And the funny thing is, like, I follow a lot of um, organizations that help protect women going to planned pregnancy. And a lot of these, like, anti-abortionists don't realize that planned pregnancy, uh, planned parenthood does a lot more than abortions. I don't even know if it's, the, like, uh, like, if they don't realize it, it's, it's more that they don't, they care, don't care because they just care yeah. about this one particular issue, which is uh, controlling women's autonomy. And it's a lot of men picketing outside these organizations. Yep. It's like, when you have a uterus and can be pregnant, then you can stand out the front and make a decision about women's bodies, because then you get to make a decision about your own. Yeah, but uh, uh, Mr. <sighs> Mr. Dr. Priest Owen? Does not pro-life? care about children's lives. Pro-life? No. I don't think so. No. He's pro-pregnancy. Uh, he's pro-pregnancy. <laughs> he's pro his life. Yeah. Point of a shotgun. That was... Ugh. That was really brutal, wasn't it? I was so, really surprised. <laughs> Everybody wow. in that room was surprised. <laughs> I think Owen was surprised. Uh, yeah. He was I just like... <laughs> after this scene is They when... leave the penthouse. Yeah. And, and there's commotion. Heading down the stairs. Yes. And that's when um, 
they see the teenagers? Oh, no. So, oh, so this is crazy. Okay. So what happens is they leave the penthouse, right? And somebody holding a bag runs up the stairs. These dudes have been fucking dealing with demons and shit this whole night so far. So this see this dude running up the stairs. They light him up. They light him. Oh yeah. And then you you recognize that this is not a this is a man. He's just trying to get home. This will come back later, but you might have recognized him earlier in the film because he was one of the people who was outside. How did Uh, he get back in? Oh. Were they just like, fuck it, let him in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to how they got in. Yes. But, um, that was, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, what's also kind of cool about this is, um, so, they shoot him up, and then he falls mm. over the railing. And he yes. goes all the way. So, this is like, um, almost like a motif from the last film. Because the last film did this. Because uh, okay. early, early on, when uh, they go up the stairs, the camera looks down the stairwell to show you how far that drop is. And then yeah. they throw somebody down there. The first film does the exact same thing well, where oh. camera goes up, they show you how far that thing goes down. And then somebody will fall down <laughs> that, that well. Somebody is going down there. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucked. <laughs> because this is the scene where the two... Because there's two... I can put it out that there's two timelines, mm-hmm. but um, we see that second timeline catching up to the first one. That's when, it, yeah, that's when it, they, they converge because when uh, yeah. they look down to see the body drop, mm. the, you see these these kids just look up, looking up, <laughs> like what the and fuck like, was who that? The, who the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> but then they're um, they're swarmed by infected at this point. Yeah, yeah, and they're forced into an apartment. Yep. And they lock all the doors and they're in there and they're like, what the fuck is going on? What do we do? I can't really remember what they're talking about because it's going really fast at this point. I think, oh, I actually, I I, rem- I remember because I'm pretty sure this is the scene where they go into that apartment and there's a little girl there. Is that the? No, that's, that's, that's later. Down. That's further down. Okay. Yeah. This is the one where there's a woman and there's a man in the bathroom and okay. another man down the other end of the hallway. Okay, yeah, okay, got you. And I think yeah. Rosso is attacked because he's in a separate building. apart. He's in a separate apartment to everybody else. Yeah. So he didn't get into the same apartment with nobody, no infected in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, Sad and for he's him. in another one. And they're talking to him through... <sighs> his camera mm, yes yeah, so they're communicating yes. with one another and i don't think he he gets attacked by all three of the infected that are in there so there's like an older woman there's her husband and maybe like their son or something there were there were there. quite a few it was it was crazy that's yeah. where he locks himself in the bathroom right yeah and he realizes he's been bitten mm-hmm. and uh this scene really fucked me up uh, because uh, we hear Martos, uh, not Martos, Lara, talking to uh, Rosso, being like, hey, it's all good. Um, but he literally, I remember them screaming, don't lock yourself in there. And he like, lo- he's like, ah, oh, too late, I'm already fucking in here. 
Because <laughs> he literally like pushes the guy out of the bathroom and yeah, like, and just goes and locks in. himself in there. Um, and I can't remember what he's talking about, but we see him remove his pistol, and I think then um, like Lara and the other guy cotton on to what Rosso is going to do. Yeah, and uh, he takes his own life with his. Yep pistol and i was like fuck i was not expecting that yeah i mean that's the thing it's just like with that this found footage like how they use it it's like you are there with these characters so you are feeling that he he is in a hopeless situation he is stuck in his bathroom there is no way out like you can't Mm. go out the window it's sealed he does look at the window as well yeah and he's like can i get out no you can't do that he looks at the door, they're breaking through the door. He looks at himself in the mirror and he's like, like, yeah, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm out. I'm not going to let these dudes eat me. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. So he does the only thing that he thinks he can do to get out of the situation. He takes his own life in that. Yeah. Yeah. That was really intense for me. I was just it like, was, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> but I like that they kind of give you um, some recovery time from that. Yeah. Um, because it goes, this is where we meet the teenagers who, um, we go over to the other timeline, but it's actually back a little bit more. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, yeah, yeah, it's back. Yeah. Back Cause, um, uh, it is, um, Jennifer's dad, who's from the first film, who mm-hmm. was outside getting medicine, the guy with the bag, um, <laughs> who mm-hmm. basically convinces a firefighter to take him into the building. Yeah. Um, and they go in through, um, like, the the sewer system. Mm-hmm. He, or he lets them in. I can't remember if the firefighter lets him in. But the so, firefighter is also in the building. <laughs> so, I'm trying to... That firefighter, I, I believe... I guess, of course, was like a friends of the firefighters who went in the first film. So he also yeah. like doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Like, no idea. I need to. I need to get in there. I need to. I need to get my friends out. And yeah, I guess the um, Jennifer's father approaches him, and they concoct this plan to go into the sewer system, and then like I guess yeah. there's a way in the building from there. Um, but then you got these kids who are fucking around that night. Yeah, fucking setting off fireworks on the roof. Yeah, they had like a blow-up doll that they were trying to <laughs> shoot off the roof with like yeah. these fireworks. Fucking teenagers. Uh, so we what? find out they are Tito, uh, Mire, and Ori. Mm-hmm. And they're just regular teenagers, friends, hanging out. And they get escorted out of the building, but then follow the pol- the firefighter and Jennifer's dad into the building. They're like, oh, wait a second. We can go back in and see what the fuck's going on. And they've got their own camera because they've been, like, filming their own videos on the roof and yeah. they've just been mucking around. Um, and what they don't know is that the police have seen them go in and have, like, sealed the exit. Like, they, they, weren't, they weren't slick. No, they weren't. The police T- were like, oh, fuck it. Let's close it up. Let them in. T- Tito, the, the picture of an annoying teenager who's, like, he's thinks he's so clever. Oh. He's like, oh, I want to get in that building. Oh, oh, let's just follow these dudes. It's gonna be okay. This is gonna be super fucking cool. It's no. not super fucking cool. <laughs> it wasn't. No, because um, they they end up grouping together, like Jennifer's dad, the firefighter, and these three teenagers. Yeah, and I, yeah. 
And Jennifer's dad's the one who makes a break for it and gets shot in the back. And so yeah. the firefighter ends up with these fucking teenagers having to look after them. There was a really like awesome moment um, when they meet because it seems like the kids come in because they, they close that latch on the floor. They come in mm. and then the firefighter comes back and Jennifer's dad comes back. And of course, like, what the fuck are you kids doing here? Mm. And they're just like, you know, Tito's arguing with him and arguing with him. And then um, Tito gets in this dude's face. Like, you can't tell me what to do. Whatever. And fucking fireman smacks the shit out of him. <laughs> Tito shuts the fuck up and just walks away like, I'm going to go home now. I'm, I'm just going to go home. But they this can't go home. They can't go home because the cops who follow them sealed it. They, 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 yeah. um, they welded that trap door shut. So and now they're, they're like, stuck in a building. No fucking way. Mr. Fireman was not happy about that. Yeah, he was just like, great, that was my only way out, you fucking yeah. idiots. Yeah. But, um, so this is their, this is where we see it from their perspective of them mm. going up the stairs. Yeah. So Jennifer's dad has made a break for it. He gets shot and they're just like, and then all the infected come. So they put themselves in one of the empty apartments. Yeah. And I love this scene because it's so fucked. Because a helicopter starts shooting at open windows. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit. They don't realize that we're alive. Well, I don't even know if it's that. I, I Because this is what happened in the first film, too. They yeah. realize that, like, nobody's getting out of this building alive. Like, they, mm. they're, they're shoot to kill orders. I think this is also before Jennifer's dad dies because he's also there. Because oh, they, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where they like, let's see if we can like try to communicate with these cops out, out the window to let them out. Yeah. And then the sniper no. starts firing Pelting off. Them. They hit the ground and you get the yeah. awesome POV shot of them on the ground. You see the lights coming from the windows, those bright fucking police lights. They're just crawling. You can see like, just like the bullets pinging off the wall. Fucking Jennifer's dad just standing there while everybody's on the fucking oh, floor. Like, do you have a death wish? Or do you not? Oh, maybe you just didn't realize what was happening. Because you know how there's like that couple of seconds to process what's going on. Yeah. And he's just like. Duh. He's just walking backwards. And like every shot, luckily. I he's mean, missing now, him. Just missing the one, him. The one, the one, yeah. I mean, the one later doesn't miss him. But. Um, yeah. 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 That's really. I, I really like that scene. Like I held my breath that entire scene. Because I was just like, oh my God. They're gonna fucking also, the fireman. He got clipped too. The firefighter got clipped because yeah. that first shot grazed his ear, and he touches his ears like, yeah. "Oh, they're gonna kill us." He's like, yeah. "Oh, we need to go." Because he turns around and he's like, ears clipped, and he's like, "Get down!" <laughs> like we get, we need to get the that fuck was out of that here. three seconds of processing time where he was <laughs> like, like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> yeah, no, they're gonna kill us. They're gonna kill yeah, us. Yeah, I, I really, yeah, I really love some of th oh, this movie's just so fucking good. Yeah. Um, and so they leave and actually meet up with the GEO guys. Mm -hmm. Like, and they're just like, oh, fuck, great. Now we've got to look after teenagers. Mm -hmm. and is, they... this, is this before or after the scene where um, Firefighter Man dies? Um, oh, I think he dies on the way there. Yeah. Because Tito also gets bitten. Right, yeah. I can't remember that... how the firefighter dies, though. Oh, that was crazy. It's because they went into an apartment, 
and there was an infected there. And uh, he was trying to hold the infected off. Um, Mary, that's her name, right? Yeah, uh, Mira- the girl. Mary? Yeah, she picks up the pistol. And yeah. the guy tells, and everybody's screaming. I feel so bad for this girl at this moment because everybody's yelling at her, shoot, just shoot him, just shoot him, just shoot him. And instead of shooting the infected, she accidentally shoots the fireman. Well, she's not trained to use a gun. Of course she's not trained. She, she's just holding this gun looking and just like, shoot, fireman dead. That was insane. <laughs> that was fucking, because everyone's like, fuck. The, the, the fucking infected look kind of confused too. Because he kind of just like, <laughs> like wait a second. I'm still here. (laughs) Turns around and looks at her and then attacks her. And then, you know, he gets close enough where she can fire one off. Yeah. Taking down the infected. But this one, this girl traumatized for life. Oh, yeah. She's like, I actually killed the non infected person. Yeah. The the therapy she needs to go. I mean, the night was already fucked, but then she also killed an innocent man. She. Yeah. uh, Maybe we need to dig into his history and just let her know he was a bad person somewhere. He was a a bad man. It's okay. It was a bad man. Don't worry about it. He he, he torrented movies online. Yeah. Yeah. He downloaded a whole Eminem album back in 1997 yeah, from yeah, yeah. fucking Napster. No. Yeah, bad man. Yuck. Irredeemable. <laughs> Horrible. Um, and Tito has been bitten by one of the infected at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they realize until they meet up with uh, the priest and, and Lara. And right. Then, um, because they actually... Oh, wait, no. Um... Sorry, the group all together finds Angela from the first film. She's yep. the journalist from Wreck. And she's got her camera, so now we have her camera perspective as well. Yep. Which is cool. It's adding all into all of this. Yeah. Um, so while they're in that apartment, uh, they realize Tito has been bitten. And we can see him kind of changing into one of the infected. And Owen forces him to tell him where the Medeiros girl is. So what's really fucking cool about this, and this is like where all this, like how cool this possession stuff comes. I think there's a scene before this where they find a girl and they do this in the movie too, where uh, it's like the the demon, the diabolical force that is puppeteering all of this is can speak through the infected. Yeah. Yeah. So when you they, got the-, the girl taunts them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was a really quick scene, and I should have written that down because it was kind that, of really cool. That was really cool. They did a lot of really cool things in that scene with shadows, because yeah, I think cause... a camera drops and you only see the wall, and you just see you the see struggle. The... Yeah, and then you see kind of like the shadow that's meant to be this possession as well, mm-hmm. which is really, really cool. It's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, but like for that this Tito scene now, now Tito they got him, they got him in a chair. Owen, yeah. Dr. Priest, is now interrogating a demon. <laughs> Which I was like, what is this, the exorcist? <laughs> it's Constantine now. He is John yeah. Constantine. <laughs> yeah, it was very exorcist. That um, demon, very foul mouth. So it said yeah. horrible things about somebody's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> There's nothing a demon could say about my mom that would offend me. Um, anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> The the demon eventually gives in and says to uh, the doctor priest that she is in the highest. So Owen's like, oh, she's in the penthouse. Weren't they just in the penthouse? She wasn't there. Mm. But let's go back. Um, so the 
like the chief, uh, Lara says, you know, we've already been in there. It's all clear. There's nothing in there. But Tito then gives a hint, or the demon gives a hint, that the light blinds them from seeing the path. Mm-hmm. And Angela says, I saw her, but I saw her through my camera's night vision. So it was completely dark. And they were like, oh, so we can only see her in the dark. Very video game. Very like. I was like, no. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a puzzle. <laughs> We've got to connect. We've got to finish the puzzle. <laughs> um, so then they lock Mire and Ori in a room and leave them there. Obviously. Uh, did they kill Tito? Um. Because we don't see him after this. No, um, no, no, they don't need him anymore. I think they they probably killed him. I don't I remember so. them. I don't. I, I don't remember, remember them killing him. No. I have to say that 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 kid, great performance. Yeah, you know, that that whole that whole scene. I mean, of course, it's not actually his voice. Is probably you know, it's like modified, but like it was it's cool. It was cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it was so <laughs> was like, like oh, damn, you creepy. Yeah. Uh, so they go back to the penthouse. Fucking dumb idea. Um, and they turn on the night vision. So now we see through uh, the green screen that I was talking about, the night vision. <laughs> and a door appears that leads them to a room. So they're inside that room with the lights off and they finally find this root of all evil possessed girl who is so small and so tiny and not so innocent, obviously, because she's killed a bazillion people. She looked like, oh, I, I couldn't even tell you. It was like, she's all elongated mm. and just looked look like some kind of, uh, some kind of Tolkien-esque uh, monster. <laughs> An ant. Yeah, just like <laughs> lanky and gross. And she got, a, she, she got this hammer. <laughs> she's dragging yeah. around. I was like, what the? as if they wouldn't hear her in that room dragging around that hammer. Well, you They'd find like, out oh. that she cannot see, and that she uses oh. sound. So she oh. clanks the hammer around to to kind of like echolocation, sort of. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. Oh my god, what the? F- Why would you tell me that? I'm gonna have nightmares. Because about because it. they were like so super. Because um, uh, what's her Angela? It's like oh wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. yeah. She's like. We gotta stay still. We gotta stay still. So they're, they're just still. They're in their dark. They can't see. And you just see see the girl just walking around. Clink, 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 like clink. Hammer, like dragging around. Oh, yeah. it was clink, very clink, Silent clink. Hill esque. Yeah, and then there's that 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 one shot where she gets in the camera's face, just looking. Oh yeah. This moves. Ah, uh, doesn't somebody uh, get like murked there too? It was the captain, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. He dra- she uh drags her in. I mean, she drags him into like this bathtub because he was looking also, in this bathtub. I got the people who died mixed up. It was Lara who killed, like, took his own life, and okay. also is the one that um is one of the last survivors. Because then there's only right. um Angela Owen and Rosso left. Oh, and right. then like a random officer. Yeah, I mean, it, it for, it's so hard to keep track. So many people. Yeah, I'm like, wait. <laughs> And because you don't know what they really look like, because we don't no. see it from that perspective, so it's like, yeah. and when you do see someone's face, it's like a, like a quick glance. Yeah, or, or like, like really, ahead. really close up. <laughs> yeah, but at this point, Angela um, actually shoots Madeiras in the head, mm-hmm. and like blows her head off with the shotgun that she's got. 
I don't know where she got the shotgun from. Which, uh, you know, oh, she, I think she took it from uh, one of the uh, the SWAT dudes. Oh, yeah. Or something, yeah. And then she, yeah, because being Angela, tired of this shit. I'm She's sick like, of it. I just want to get out of here. Owen's pissed what? off because he needs a blood sample. Yeah. And he's like, but why wouldn't he be able to get it from, like, the body of, uh, you know? Yeah, that was weird. I, yeah, I was wondering, like, why he was that mad. I'm like, does Just he cut an arm off and use the blood from, from that. Yeah, can't you just, like... like I mean, she, she literally just died. I think the, the blood is, is it's still fine. There. It's still there. Like, she's still an infected. Like, she's still possessed, yeah. technically. Uh, so Owen refuses to authorize their um, their exit. Like, no, you are, I'm not authorizing you to leave. Um, you, uh, we've got to do this. We've got to get this blood sample. Uh, so uh, Angela starts to beat him to force him to do it. Which, at this point, that's where you start feeling like this is kind of weird because she going on? up to in this up to this point, like she like she 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 isn't. I mean, she can hold her own, but she wasn't like this violently assertive. No, definitely not. So something yeah. something's going on. Yeah. Um. So. Rosso tells her to stop, but she turns, shoots him, and kills him. What the fuck? Mm-mm. So what we actually find out is that the Medeiros girl has actually possessed Angela. And she just wants to get out of there. Obviously. Because, you know, I'm now in a body that nobody knows is the infected, and I can get the fuck out of here. You also, like, what's awesome about this, too, is that you get to see exactly how, like, what happens at the end of the first film to Angela. And, and, and it's cool because, like, when when you when she shows up in that apartment, when, like, she shows up in this film, you're just like, you're just like, how the fuck did she get out of that penthouse? Yeah. And now you how'd know. How'd you get out alive? We got some demon swapping going on. Yeah. So she tells Owen that she doesn't need him to get out of the building. And um, <laughs> she can impersonate his voice. Um, and she kills him, takes the radio, and uses Owen's voice to say that the mission is over and they can be let out. Uh, she tells them that he is staying behind because he is infected and the only survivor is a woman uh, named Angela. When asked how the woman survived, Angela leans towards the camera and smiles, which is so fucking creepy. <laughs> so <laughs> the ending of the original film is shown where Angela is dragged by her feet into yeah. the dark, but she manages to crawl back into the camera's view. The Medeiros girl uh, basically like pins her down and regurgitates a worm kind of thing into Angela's mouth. And, like, there's, like, this whole process where we see it, like, getting into her body and, like, taking control. Uh, she then hears the, uh, like, the special forces team and Owen entering the building and she goes into hiding, which marks the beginning of the film. Yeah, and that, like, oh. So good. It's so fucking good. Which, like, which, which like tells me is that when the SWAT team arrive when they're outside... Yeah. The events of the first film are like just wrapping up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm so just, good. 
nerdy about this continuity stuff in this film. I'm like, this is, ooh, this is so satisfying. Yeah, oh. I feel like it really would be. Obviously, I have seen the remake of the first film, yeah. so I've got a general idea of what happens. Well, the yeah. English remake of the film. And so I like, I know what happens in the first film, but I'd really love to see it as the characters that I know from Rec 2 in Rec. Yeah. And, um, and watching it in that context rather than the shitty quarantine movie that i saw <laughs> <laughs> but like just even just watching this film on its own it just like this like i i have to say like perfect found footage material yeah. this is this is what the genre is made for yeah and i mean for 2009 the way that they kind of used all these different technology like uh elements that were relevant at that time like body mm-hmm. cams and, um, you know, their, uh, the head cams. their helmet ca- head cams and stuff. Stuff we, like people would have been using then. There was no like, oh, there's all this advanced technology because we're special forces. It was just general like, film. Shit that people anything. just has, have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Something you'd expect the military to have in 2009. Mm-hmm. There was no like, oh, crazy. Look how crazy this is. It's just <laughs> general. Yeah. And that's what makes it even scarier. Yeah, it, it it adds to the realism of like, which which is cool too because I mean of course like this scenario is so out there, but the film keeps it so like it just keeps it grounded. Yeah, it keeps it it's really, really great. grounded. Yeah, it's really well written. It's really well directed, and yeah, they did a they did a fantastic job. And even just um the the dialogue between characters wasn't weird or unnecessary or filler. It just. It, moved. it just felt more It's real. a movie that just moves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it feels awesome. so natural. I just um yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch all of them now. <laughs> yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend Rec 3. It is okay. it's different. It's very different, but it's 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 a fucking great time. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, you can I'm definitely sorry. tell that they got like they got a bigger budget, so they're just like, hey. We're just going to go for it. And Even just, with the budget they had for this, they did such a freaking good job. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, okay, all right. I love fan footage and you have just solidified that even more for me, like this film has. So it's so, it's so good. It's crazy because it's, it's a film that I don't hear people talk about that much. No, me neither. Funnily people, enough. Pe- people will like mention Wreck and Passing, but it's, it's yeah. not, I mean, of course, it, it's not like, you know, like on, like horror twitter it's not like a halloween or like a texas chainsaw massacre or whatever uh those uh larger um longer standing franchises but i i am surprised like when people talk about found footage they don't talk about wreck oh really i don't hear sometimes i'll see it if people are talking about found footage they'll they will bring up probably one person will like in in a thread will drop hey wreck yeah and you're like oh i see you (laughs) like yeah he knows he knows want to be friends (laughs) yeah i love that movie (laughs) Yeah, I had to, I had to put this one of my favorites on uh, on Letterbox. I'm like, this is on my top nice. four. I, I've seen it so many times this week. I'm just like, and I and I haven't gotten tired of it. <laughs> I, I mean, just like, for watch me it watch, again. For me to watch it twice in one week is, uh, yeah, it's all that's like a good thing. Because <laughs> normally I'll watch it, take notes, and then I'll watch like some YouTube videos about it, and then I'll read interviews. But with this film, it's kind of hard to find those things. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it because I, again, because I actually genuinely enjoyed it. It was hard getting notes for this one too. Like there was a point yeah. where I just had to stop, and I'm just like, I just, I'm just so engaged right now, which, 
barely ever happens. Like usually in movies, I'm on my phone, I'm pausing, I'm doing this, everything. Like yeah. everything's <laughs> down. I'm like, I need to see what's going on here. Pay attention. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that is Wreck Two. Thank you. I loved it. I- I'm glad you did. I'm freaking loved it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll watch more zombie films now. Maybe I'm okay to watch zombie movies. Probably not. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it's um, it's it's a weird genre because uh, actually it's not that it's weird. It's just that um, it's a popular genre, so that means that it's oversaturated. So it's very difficult now to find like exemplary zombie content. Yeah. Um, something I the only the, I think the um most recent film i can think of is train to busan i do really want to watch that that movie's great everyone uh, everyone's like oh, i got so emotional it made me cry and i'm just like oh okay i do like crying so yeah it's it's a <laughs> it's a zombie film that actually has character arcs so yeah yeah because it has a it has a sequel as well doesn't it yeah peninsula which um right. i i've seen people be a little it's more mixed i i enjoyed it a lot i thought it was a lot of fun it's not it doesn't have the emotional impact that the first film has uh, obviously yeah but i'm like this is still a good time this is still fun zombie action stuff i don't okay. hate it <laughs> okay so as i ask every guest before we wrap up what's the last horror movie you watched oh um what is was this what was this film called it was random acts of violence Okay, what did you think? Uh, I so it's um I believe is the debut the directorial debut of uh what's this guy's name? It's Jay Brachel or or something. He he works he he works a lot with like the the Apato crew. So um okay. he he was in um what was that movie? This is the end. Um yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> So I was like, when I saw that um, he was he was directing, I'm like, oh, so this is interesting, and this is a horror film. Uh, I thought it was actually I didn't like it. I, I didn't really like it. Oh, that's bad. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Okay. Um, but I, I just like I've seen mixed commentary. Yeah. yeah, I've seen people like absolutely love it, and I think there are things in it to love. I I, I think that uh, he takes a lot of like risk. Um, as a director, I guess. Uh, Really interesting shots, really interesting, like, looking um, scenes. Uh, I, I think the aesthetic is pretty strong. I just, the, I don't know what it's trying to say about yeah. <laughs> violence and media. That That's my own, I'm like, I Ooh. like, what are you saying? What are you, like, what are you trying to say? I don't know if it, this works. Nice. Like it didn't, yeah. Yeah, like, this isn't land. I don't know, man. So that, that was the last one I saw. Um, I watched uh, My Heart Can't Beat Unless You Tell It To. I haven't heard of this. It's a vampire film, but it's more about like isolation of uh, family obligations and stuff like that. Like if a, like a family member's sick and then, you know, um, there's this obligation to take care of them. And it, right. it's really interesting. Uh, very slow burn. Uh, very sad at the end. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is 
was so sad. And like, yeah, it's about like um, a brother and sister who have a brother who is sick and he needs to survive on blood and he can't go out during the day. And so obviously he's a vampire and he's like a teenager and all he wants to do is like make friends and go yeah. out in the real world. And it's just so sad. That sounds like my speed. I, I love when horror gets personal when or, or you can use the genre personal. to to uh, tell these very personal stories. It's one of the things I love about Hereditary as a film where it's just like horror yeah. movie, yes, but this is a family drama at yeah, its core. It's, it's at, at the core, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, I like a good slow burn. And sometimes a slow burn, I'll be like, oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, but this God. one, I was like, ooh, I like where this is going. And that... um, the main actor in it, is uh quite popular i can't remember his name um doesn't matter he's he was a really dude good. it's and it explores like their personal relationships outside of their like family unit as well and it's just it was really nice and sad sounds, where, where did you sad. uh catch this um let me find out um yeah i'm I have quite a, curious a zillion different things going on um Unless you tell it to, it'll tell me where I watched it. Oh, I didn't put streaming Australia. Ooh. That 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 could be an obstacle if it's a uh, an Australian joint. No, not an Australian oh, no. joint, but you know, like you know, these streaming like for whatever reason, all of these streaming places are just like oh, it's kind of like how uh, a Shutter for whatever reason you can't. If you're in Canada and you, you have Shutter, you can't watch Ginger Snaps, even though Ginger Snaps is a Canadian film. It's a film. Canadian film. It's yeah, so, it's so I, fucking I use weird. a VPN, um, <laughs> but I rented it on Prime. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. I couldn't remember. So I was like, I couldn't remember if I rented it. I know I rented it, but I didn't know if it was like through Google or YouTube or Apple. Or... Mm -hmm. You know, you've got like a bazillion ones. But yeah, it's like yeah. five bucks through Prime. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll check yeah. that out. Definitely, it's definitely worth it. It was, um, it was. I'll tell you the actor now that I have it open. Yes. Yes. Um, it is. Patrick Fugit. Who is that? <gasps> he was in. Did you ever watch Saved as a teenager? Oh, he was in yes, I did. Yeah, he was in Saved. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Famous, uh, Outcast. I uh, see his did, face Did you watch now. the TV ser series Outcast? I have not seen Outcast. Oh, it is so good. Uh, it was really good. What is that one about? <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm like really. I have no idea what this is. Um, Outcast is a. It's based on a comic book, and it's basically a supernatural horror story that features people in uh, demonic possession. And basically, um, it's the life of one guy who basically wants to help, like, with demonic possessions and stuff okay. like that. And, but, uh, yeah, it's oh, it was really good. I watched the first season, but that was in 2016. So I probably need to go back and rewatch <laughs> okay. it. It's, it is, it is, it's really intense. Did you, uh, so there was Outcast, and then there was another TV show. Um, I can picture the comic book cover in my head it doesn't matter it's preacher preacher that's the one <laughs> I, I, so that was kind, a kind of came out at the same time okay yeah that was a shot in the dark i was like oh, my this... sister loved preacher and that's why i was thinking about it because i was like okay it was 
something Emily watched. I can't remember. And I really want to watch it because the main character, I love him as an actor. And then I yeah. just didn't, I find it so hard to get into TV shows. Oh yeah. It, it takes me a while to, to yeah. get around to them. Long time. Yeah, I'm watching Euphoria at the moment, so it's taken me a while to get into that. Oh, finally. did that, that not get renewed for a second season, even though it's like awesome? I don't, I don't know if it did or not. I, I'm not too sure. Maybe yeah. not. I knew there was something going on on Twitter where everyone's like, renew it. Yeah. So I don't know if it got denied or not. <laughs> you know, because that works. You scream. I mean, sometimes screaming on Twitter works. I, I do it. I scream into the void and just shit post. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's right. wonderful. I love it. I, when I become a teacher, I'm probably going to have to go in private. <laughs> oh, definitely. A hundred percent. I don't want my students seeing me post fucking Patrick Wilson thirst traps. They don't need that. They, they'll, they'll find you. I, I found uh, back in back in the day, I found one of my teachers on MySpace. <laughs> I miss MySpace. Yeah. Those I miss top friends. Days. Oh, that, that was a fight. Oh, I know. <laughs> I used to fight with my sister for her not putting me in her top friends. It's like, and then when you're on the top friends, it's like, why am I, why am I this position? This person's up here. Like, what's going on? What the with that? fuck? Why do you like this person more than me? I'm your own sister. Yeah. Anyway, um, so where can listeners find you and the podcast? So you can find me on Twitter at dastardly boy. That is boy with an I. You can find uh, scary friend, scaring friends. Uh, our Twitter uh, at that's a scary friend pod as far as the show is concerned we're main we're, we're primarily on spotify we're on anchor i believe we're on podbean we are not on apple yet because of i have no idea they just haven't haven't approved us yet they're lame uh, apple's a pain in the ass <laughs> i get it it takes forever it takes like three days for my episode to even just go live like on there sometimes and i'm like why is it on spotify and not a- i don't even care anymore apple yeah nobody <laughs> listens to my podcast on apple <laughs> that's i'm do, just I'm like sorry. letting it go i'm just letting it go i'm just like whatever like <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> spotify is a big enough platform so it's okay yes well thank you once again for joining me that was thank awesome. you for having me a lot You're of welcome. fun <laughs> please go in uh support and follow felipe in the scary friend scaring friends podcast in all places mentioned thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with your scary friends post about it on social media leave a rating and review like that'd be cool uh to catch all the latest from me you can follow the podcast on instagram and twitter at tgif pod and you can follow me at catstead underscore you've been listening to tgif See you next Friday.